Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Listen up, Slapnuts. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to In The Room Radio. VOCNation.com. It's a special Monday night episode. Brady Hicks here. My God, it's been... Kathy, it feels like it's been about 10 years. How you doing? <laughs> Good, Brady. How about yourself? Welcome back. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm doing okay. It, it's kind of a, a mixed bag. A mess of mess, if you will. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But we also have with us uh, Maniac Matt Grimm once again. Here with us on a Monday. What's going on, Matt? It's a special night, Brady. It's a special night. It's Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry to take away from your religious viewing of Raw. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I can find it in my heart to forgive you. 
It's a shame we don't really get, like, ratings, because I suspect if we were on a cable network, we could do slightly better. Uh, but, but I'm excited to uh, to try and compete nonetheless head-to-head. Uh, so we'll have a yeah. good time tonight. Yeah. We also have with us... <laughs> We also have with us Howard Morgan. What's going on, Howard? Not much, Brady. Thank God you're back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's been a it's been a crazy couple weeks, and and I want to get into every because I not that I owe people an apology, but I definitely want to kind of explain what some of the things that have been going on and kind of talk to you guys about all that. Uh, first of all, no, obviously. You guys have noticed it's been probably about a month now since we've last talked to him. It's been a number of weeks, uh, but Stro Maestro is still not with us. And I'm not going to say that it's dire, but I am going to ask everybody to pray for him. Um, He landed in the hospital, and uh, he's been having all sorts of issues since then. Uh, He doesn't have his phone on. He doesn't have social media. I've talked to uh, several family members. And uh, they're keeping us updated on this situation. So everybody, just uh, just continue to pray. Uh, we're hopeful. Uh, they said there's a chance, uh, and I'm crossing my fingers here, uh, that by the end of the week, you know, he might be able to turn his phone on and start interacting with people again from the hospital. So I'm really hopeful about that. Um, just because it, 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 you know, not hearing from him, I think, is the most unnerving thing because this is a guy that, is in constant communication with everybody. He's always connected. And, uh, you know, people ask me how they can help. How, how can I help? Um, there are a number of ways that you can help. But the, but the biggest way, I would think, uh, aside from the, the, the value of prayer, would be if you go to any of his social media. That includes um, Twitter, which is at the Stro. If you go to Facebook, he, he's under his uh, real name, Rob Kellum. Um, but he has a link to... Um, to a, an online campaign, basically, to raise money for his uh, for his medical bills. So, um, you know, if you're wondering how you can help besides prayer, that probably is the best way to go and kind of uh, throw a little money his way, uh, because I know that things are have been really difficult for him. So, Kathy, that was Stro. That that was like headache number one of like 1,800 that we've had over the last month. Um, the okay. other one and. and the other one, and I'm and I'm as baffled by this as anybody. Uh, last Sunday night, I was watching. It was it was around eleven o'clock in the evening, and I'm I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching TV, and uh, that's what that's what I was telling my wife, Kathy, because I don't want her to know I was having a late night snack. You know, oh. uh, I'm only kidding, of course. But uh, no, so I, I hear a loud noise outside, and I kind of look through the blinds, and there's a car blocking my car in outside, right in front of the house. And I sit down and I just kind of watch it on my, my Google Nest. I'm I'm just kind of watching it. Because I, I don't know, it was like, it seems kind of weird to me at the time. Something felt off and I, I couldn't quite define it, you know. It, it just felt off. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching on my camera on my phone. And all of a sudden I see that there's four of them and two of them are inside my car now. One of them shattered the window in the back. He, he's rumble. He's rooting through there. Uh, one of them is in the front trying to hotwire it. There's a fourth guy. There's a third guy on the sidewalk who's basically a lookout. And there's the guy in the getaway car that's blocking my car in. And I try to set off my car alarm, and they turn it right off, like right off. It, 
it was the scariest, most helpless thing I think I've ever experienced. So after that, I watched my car drive away without me. And it was the it was it was unreal. Matt. Yeah, definitely. it was unreal. I mean, I've had my car vandalized before, but nothing like that. Uh, the police told me at the time, like, oh yeah, we recovered like fifty to sixty percent of them. I'm like, yeah, well, that ain't my luck, you know. And even if they do, even if they do, like, what shape is this car going to be in, you know? So like, I've been dealing well, with this. Not- yeah. It's like 60% still means there's a 40% chance they're not going to recover it. So that's not exactly a low percentage. Yeah. And and insurance didn't really make me feel much better because, like, oh, yeah, like, they'll give me a bunch of money toward the new car. That's great. That's great. Who the hell wants to buy a new car and put it in front of their house when their car just got stolen? Yeah, really. You know? Like, who the hell would do that? So I, 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 I was prepared. I, I told my wife, I, I said, I, I said, wife, I, I didn't call her wife because I'd get in trouble if I did that. I'd be like, woman? No, I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not buying another car. As long as we live in the city of Philadelphia, I work from home. I have you. I have my parents that would drive into Mordor to come get me if I needed them. And I know that because they've driven me some, from some pretty crazy places. Um there's no reason for me to get a car and put it in front of this house. And re- Fortunately, and I'm very lucky for this, Matt, um, two days later the police called, and I was in that 60%. They found so my car. Where did they find it? Uh, so for those who are familiar with the city, uh, kind of a small patch known as East Oak Lane. It's right near Almy, which is right near LaSalle University. Um, yeah, so... Not a great area. Um, hashtag, I guess, Philly Rideshare. That, that, that was the best one I could come up with. Um, yep, Philly Rideshare. So it's in the shop. They, they say it's fixable. Um, for a small deductible, I can have my car back almost as good as, as I left it. So that's good. Ah, yeah. And I and I have a pretty sweet rental that's parked right in front of the house, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but the best part, Howard, I bought a club. I'm in the club now. You bought a club. You have to buy a club. I can't yeah, believe I, we're I, back I thought... to this. Clubs were like thirty years ago. Right. I, I thought you were going to tell me they found your car parked in front of Kathy's house when you started telling it. They found it. Remember, you used to live not that far from me. I, I, that's why I said I'm, not, I'm surprised they find it in front of your house. I know. <laughs> they actually found it. They, they, they actually found it in front of the gentlemen's club. Kathy wouldn't drive to Mordor to get me, but she would go to the gentlemen's club to come get me. You're a jerk. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Howard and I found out that we know yeah. a bunch of the same people. Okay. Am I one of them? Not like, no. Um, okay. <laughs> 
Brady, Brady, she said, we know a lot of the same cool people, and your name just never came up on the list. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So you grew up next door to each other, you said? One, yeah, one town over. Up, yeah, one town one over. One town over. Which is like five miles. And, that, and he knows tons of my friends that lived around the corner from him. How about that? Okay. Okay. And Howard, I was going to ask you if Kathy was like the girl next door for you growing up. Um, pretty much. You know, when she says five miles, that's literally from the, the far end of her <laughs> town to the far end of my town. It may have been closer. <laughs> nice. Nice. And she can't even share a hot dog with you. No. Well, what? I just wanted oh, a bottle of water, Brady. Popcorn. That's all I wanted. Popcorn. So, uh, see? <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, she won't I share popcorn like with you. I'm sorry. Right. I felt like Rodney <laughs> no Dangerfield. I got no respect. No respect. Uh, no respect at all. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on with me. And uh, no, uh, you throw in also some work travel and stuff like that. Like I was in Vegas in early May and um, fortunately I had a trip canceled for this week. That's why I really wanted to get the show in. And I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm pumped, you know, Tuesday night, I'm there. Finally, it's been almost a month. I'm ready. And then an old friend that I haven't talked to in forever texts me, Matt, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm in town. Any chance you guys can get to dinner on, get together for dinner on Tuesday? And I'm like, oh, you mother. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you should have so done the podcast from the restaurant. Oh, that would have been sweet. <laughs> Nothing I want to think more about when I'm eating than Rat Boy, who's not eating. <laughs> right. Right. Your co-host. Your co-host, uh, <laughs> Howard. And I say that because – and thank you to Howard, by the way. Um, I, I, I got to say, um, in spite of all the issues that I've had going on and that Stro has had going on and – I'm not even trying to compare the issues, obviously, but um, Howard really stepped up in the last two weeks, Kathy. He um, he took the time to learn how to run the board, so he's fully certified now for blog talk radio. He gets a little certificate in the mail. He doesn't even know it. Um, <laughs> and so he is capable of hosting a show. And he yeah, did so this great. past Thursday. He did so this past oh, okay. Thursday. He sat in for Stro. He did WCW Retro. His co-host, Chaz Moretti, I guess he had something come up. He wasn't able to come on, but um, they're going to keep the show going as long as Stro isn't available. Oh, cool. Yeah. And well, we're we're going to do, do our best. Yeah, we're going to do our best to keep the show going to the best of our ability. Okay. Well, and again, it's uh, I'm, uh, our motto here at the VOC Nation is quantity over quality, obviously, so you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with no, my boy on the air, I'll definitely have plenty of, of of quantity for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now this is great, actually, Howard. Now I could get you to because Ratboy's been wanting to do his own show forever. We just didn't have anyone that wanted to sit on the board and and produce for him for two hours. Now and you still don't. In for that. <laughs> and, he, and he still doesn't have a producer. And we still don't. And we still don't. I, I understand that. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. Uh, you'll also notice, uh, and um, I, I kind of found this out earlier today, our, our, our sponsor for the live stream, because we had somebody that pays for this, uh, has decided that they're no longer interested in being a sponsor, or at least I probably shouldn't speak for him. Basically, he didn't answer me today, and the bill was due, and he didn't pay it. So... Um, 
right now we have a vacancy for the sponsorship of the live feed. I'm, I'm sure it'll fill up quickly, but if you're looking to throw your name, your brand, your business, whatever the case may be, um, in front of the show for, let's just say, as low as $40 a month, uh, you know, you can reach a potential audience of that starts at really 3000 a week, you know. So it, it definitely is a unique opportunity. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, just be sure to hit me up. You can either email me, bradyhicks at gmail.com, or uh, find me on Facebook and, and send me a message on there. And uh, we'll, we'll talk some turkey. We'll talk some turkey there. Um, yeah, so that's where we are. 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. I see we have a couple of callers in the queue. Uh, we're going to get to you guys in short order. Uh, but before we do, I did want to talk really quickly about um, this this world title tournament, which has been going on, I guess, now for two weeks. Um, I've missed so much since I've talked to you guys. We we had a we had a brand split. We've now got three world titles in WWE for some reason. And um, the, the whole thing is crazy. Um, I don't understand the point in including SmackDown stars in a tournament for Raw's title. Especially when the guy that's representing SmackDown, Matt, is a guy who literally just got drafted to SmackDown from Raw. Yeah. I, it, it, is this where Vince is? having his hand in this because it, it, it does it, it reeks of Vince. It doesn't make sense. It's very This was bizarre. a raw title. I don't uh, I mean is the thought process just whoever wins it will be on Raw, regardless of which show they're on now? I I guess. Or maybe the winner ends up on SmackDown and then has to unify with Roman. And then Roman will have three belts. I mean, Roman already called the belt a consolation prize, so he did, and that that does a lot to elevate it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Imagine like back in the day with WCW in the early '90s. Remember they had that international title. Like, imagine if Ric Flair said, "Like, yeah, like you're not the world champion, but you know, you get the consolation belt. You're the international champion." God, I, I, yeah. what a mess that would be. It's about elevating. It's about elevating. Not devaluing, Howard. It's about elevating. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and I think they could have kept the the tournament in-house on Raw and really showcased some of the mid-card guys on, on, you know, on a, on a high-level match, on a main event potential match. I don't like yep. the, the triple threats. I think they could have broken it up and had more one-on-one matches and really made – all of the Raws leading up to by the champions about who's going to be our new champion. I just don't yeah. get why you're, like you said, why you're involving SmackDown. You know, if somebody from SmackDown wins it, you know, and potentially say they move over to Raw, then SmackDown loses yet another performer from that brand. Because I think Raw made out on the draft with, with just body count, and now they're potentially adding one more, you know, if, if it goes that way. I, yeah. I just don't understand it. Like you said, I think what, it just what, reeks of Vince McMahon. It does. It does. I mean, would it have really killed them to do a 16-man or even an 8-man tournament? You know, you had six no. right there. You could have come up with two more. Honestly, a 16-person tournament over several weeks sounds awesome. Like, it sounds like something I could get into. 
and even if well, you, you have done the... like a or a single night tournament, like in Saudi Arabia, how cool would that have been? The, well, that that was my thought. Is you do the entire tournament that night, or even the semifinals into the finals, where the winner now has to win two matches to win the title, you know, that night, and give, give the event some hype. Give it. Give me some. Give me a reason to watch it. Yeah, and it's just not there. Mm, it's not. It's not, and that sucks. And that sucks because I really had the feeling like Triple H was going to do a good job with this, and I feel like what's going to happen, Matt, is like he's going to he's going to have to half-ass it because it's not all him, and then he's going to catch the blame when it doesn't work. Correct. And now he's stuck having to, like, pitch storyline ideas and everything. Like, well, I hadn't, he's not yeah. supposed to have to pitch, but he has to come up with storyline ideas that he feels Vince will not tool around with too much. Right. Which means he's, he's not creative. really getting to use – yeah, he's not really getting to do what his actual job is. And then I hear the dumbest explanation – yeah. And I hear the dumbest explanation this week. I don't know if you guys read this. But people that are justifying Vince McMahon taking more power over creative is that Vince will focus on the baby faces because he loves making baby faces. And Triple H will focus on heels because he loves making those freaking heels. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's that's not stupid. an argument that I think has a, yeah I don't I don't think that's a great argument. Um, it's a horrible argument. And I'm trying to be diplomatic with the way I'm saying that, but it's a bit ridiculous. <sighs> to, do, do people want it to go back to being the way it was in like 2014? I don't know. I'm at a loss. I'm 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 at a total loss. So there was that. Um, I I also wanted to mention. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. So superstar Billy Graham, uh, not in a good way. I I don't know how many of you guys like actually follow. Like I I mean I've been following him on Facebook for years. He's amazing. His posts were so great. They would always like kind of look back on the past with his own unique spin on everything. He would interact with people. He was great. Superstar Billy Graham was amazing. Uh, one of my favorites. And um, for the last, I'm going to say six to eight weeks, it's only been either his wife or a member of his team posting for him. Apparently, there's rumors that he's on life support. There are rumors that the doctors wanted them to pull the plug because he's not getting better. And right now, according to what I've heard, his wife is the only thing keeping him alive. And that's sad. That's that's yeah. really sad. I mean, or, organ failure is not not a something that you would want. Was that was yeah. that a was that oversimplified? Organ failure is not something that you'd want. Yeah. Yes, yeah, CBS News that. just just reported an hour ago that they they want to essentially not to sound morbid or anything to pull the plug, and his wife is adamantly against it. She's saying he's a fighter, he's been a fighter, but the, the superstars lost 
80 pounds in the last three weeks. Ooh. Yeah. He looked awful in that picture I saw with his son before he slipped into a coma or whatever. He looked awful. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, one, one of my childhood idols right there. One of the reasons I, you know, I, you know, got into wrestling was, you know, watching him free Hulk Hogan and, and, and all of that, you know, he was, he was it. He was the, you know, the superstar, as his name says. I mean, he was, yeah. you know, every, every bit of the, the character that, that he portrayed, he was every bit of it and he believed it and he lived it every single day. I mean, just think if, if you didn't have Billy Graham, you, you probably don't have Jesse Ventura. You definitely don't have Hulk Hogan. You definitely don't have Big Papa Pump. Um, and and countless others too that have like yeah. emulated him over the years. You know, he was uh, he was something. And and I'm a little younger than you, Howard. I'm, I'm not bragging here. I'm a little younger than you. So my first memories of Billy Graham were more like at commentary and the promos and the shoot interviews and things like that. Um, but just always a guy that was very candid, never afraid to, like, speak his mind, always very honest, uh, didn't care who he offended because he was telling the truth, and you could see how that wouldn't be valued in Vince McMahon's WWE. Right. You know, and, and you look at his career, I mean, he's had, I mean, four or five runs in the WWE, and they weren't for a year or two. They were for four or five years, you know, at a time, I mean, so he, when he right. when he arrived, he, he had staying power. He, I mean, he's been doing it since, you know, 1970, 71, somewhere around there. And right up until, you know, the present, 2013, 14 or whatever, you know, he mm-hmm. was still very much a part of wrestling and, more importantly, part of the WWE. Sucks. I wish I had better news. Is there anything good going on? Anything? This sign speaks volumes. Anything good? AEW. Uh, I like that MJF is fighting a bunch of guys that haven't fought for the title before. I think that's pretty cool. You know, like they've sold sixty thousand seats at Wembley, which is yeah. How about that? Double what I thought they needed to do to to be a success. You know, I was thinking, just to mess with WWE, um, they should announce the attendance to be 93,174. <laughs> just so that it beat WrestleMania 3. Since that wasn't a real number either. Or uh, what was the WrestleMania in Dallas? Like, they said that was like 104,000 or whatever, something like that. Like, just take that number... And just add one and announce that as your attendance. That would be amazing. And people would run with it, I think. Just oh, because it, 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 always lies about attendance. Right. We would take it as fact and, and, and run with it. <laughs> right. Right. I remember being so disappointed when I learned that that 93,000 figure wasn't right. Like... 
I was like, that is a lot of people. And it's like all of a sudden, 78,000. 78,000 is just like a good summer slam now. Like, that's not that big of a deal. 80,000 people sounds like nothing. When you're talking about 93,000 and 105,000. Yeah. Well, they're counting the vendors or counting the hot dog guys outside yeah. and the people parking sure. the cars and <laughs> they're counting everybody they get. I know. Yeah. And all they really got to say yeah. is, you know, I mean, we, we have the Internet now that, you know, that it's a capacity crowd like they always used to say. And yeah. then we can look and say, oh, that that's a, you know, 60,000-seat arena. Okay, they had roughly 60,000, which, is again, is not a bad number by any means. But if you're selling out places, that's – Something to brag about. You don't have to put the exact number. Hey, we have a sold out crowd, and that's it. Yeah. There, 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 no need to overinflate your numbers. I bet you whatever it is, WWE tries to beat them with Saudi Arabia. I bet you. Where it's probably state mandated that you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just crazy. Just crazy, but I'm excited. I I, I am. Uh, I I think it's really cool. I was one of those people, and I wasn't like really vocal about it, Matt. But I was one of those people that's like, yeah, like most of their shows are like ten thousand, fifteen thousand people. Like you're you're not gonna fill a stadium, and that's fine. I didn't expect them to. You know, I right. thought the number would fall somewhere in like the late teens to low twenties, which to me is. Pretty friggin' impressive. I couldn't throw a show that got that many people. Um, WWE has 50 years of, like, brand name behind it. You know? It's got the TV contracts yeah. well established. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's globally known. That's part of the reason why so many companies, companies that are better than them have struggled, because there just isn't the awareness of other companies, you know? Um Right. I remember I, I remember I, I think it was um I think it was it was either Kevin Nash or Rob Van Dam. This was back when like TNA was at its height, like you know, when they were trying to compete against Raw on Mondays. And um somebody I I like I said it was either Nash or Van Dam, I don't remember which one. Um they got stopped in an airport. They were with TNA at the time. And a fan asked them why they retired because they never see them on TV anymore. And this is a wrestling promotion that's competing against Raw every week. And that recognition generally just wasn't there. That's why I always said TNA right. would never beat them in the ratings. And honestly, I, I don't know that ratings mean as much as they used to. I, I, I think that people stream so many different ways now, and they catch it on the computer, they watch it on an app, they they catch highlights. Um, you know, that, that, I, I don't know that we're ever going to have a day, Matt, where, like, you've got one wrestling company pulling a 9.0 and another one pulling a 7.0. I think those days are over. They might be. So, they might be. Yeah. You know, as popular as it gets, I, I don't think it's ever going to hit that again. So my point is. They blew my projection away. I, I didn't think that they would get as many fans as they have. And, and uh, kudos to them. So I, I thought that was really cool. Like I said, I would inflate the number to have it beat WrestleMania 3 uh, just to make fun of them, if nothing else. So they probably won't do that, but they should. 
that would make it worthwhile. So, huh. let's uh, let's go to the phones. We're gonna bring on Tora. Tora, you have more Facebook profiles than like there are Facebook users. Like literally, I get invitations from you all the time. I know. I know too. Why don't you just pick a profile and stick it? Crap or get off the pot, as my mom would say. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Taurus? Oh, man. It's been going on, what, almost two weeks since I buried my mom? You buried your mom? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you um, know what? I uh, forgot that you said that, Tori. It's been so long since we've talked. I'm so yeah. sorry. Did you end up bringing her back to St. Louis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, Tor, I've had so much going on. I, I, I apologize. Mhm. Yeah. How are we things going now? Okay. Yeah, it's going okay. We had it May 5th, oh, Cinco de Mayo week. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Kind of hard to get excited and celebrate, up. though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just holding up. I'm still at that point where I'm still grieving, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean it's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, but um, yesterday was Mother's Day, and my brother was supposed yeah. to go visit her gravesite, and uh, he didn't have a way to get out there. He was out in Bell oh. County, Missouri. Okay. But we raised a lot of so, money for her um, GoFundMe page. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's good. That's good. Did you get a lot of anonymous donors? Yeah. Good. Good. I always like the anonymous donors because then it looks like I really helped out a lot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've been okay. Yeah, I, I haven't talked to you in a long time, so... I know. It's had a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but it's all coming back to me how much fun it is to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like doing my taxes. I have a picture of my mom on my uh-huh. Facebook page. Uh, I'm Which on one, page. though? That's the problem. You have 100 Facebook pages. It's it's to read done, and it has a picture of my mom. Okay, that narrows it down. Okay. I'll look for it later. Yeah. I'll look for it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I didn't know that you were going to be on, on, uh, on your podcast tonight. Yeah. Well, I can't do it tomorrow, and I've missed so many shows that I wanted to just come on. Mm-hmm. So here I am. Here I am. Yeah. Not regretting it at all. Hmm. Yeah. 
But you okay? Uh, you know, it's been a lot, and I'm concerned about Strell. It's, um, you know, I don't think I've gone this long without talking to him. Yeah. The time that I've known him, you know. So we're hoping he's going to be okay. I'm hoping maybe the end of this week he'll be able to get back well, online and we start answering people again. Thank you. You have my prayers. Thank you. And everything. Thoughts and prayers. I'm here for Thoughts you. and prayers. Thank you. Yep, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts Good and prayers. Vibes. You know? Yeah. You gotta stay positive, I know. Brady. Just too much bad crap happening, you know? Like lately. Just too much crap. I know. But this has been uplifting, Tori. This is good. Yeah. It's been very uplifting. So. Mm-hmm. Anything else new? Your daughter almost done school, right? Yeah, she's almost out of school. She's graduating from eighth grade next week. Oh, congratulations. Thank is she going to make you. a big jump to high school? Oh, yeah. She, she's still not quite ready for it, but she knows it's a big step for her. Oh, she'll be ready. See, my parents mm-hmm. wouldn't let me go to high school. I had to go pump gas when I turned when I graduated eighth grade. Hmm. Yeah. I had to. Well, yeah. She, I she had, had to learn through the window. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She had a horrible weekend. She um, lost her baby kitten. All the weekend, wow. Saturday morning. Wow. This is. Gets he better. Were, okay. Eleven weeks old. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how'd she lose it? He was very sick. He had kidney syndrome. He oh lost a lot God. of weight. He wouldn't Wait, eat kidney any syndrome food. or kitten syndrome? Kitten syndrome. Kitten syndrome. Okay. Mhm. I think I know someone he like that. He wouldn't eat. He wouldn't drink his okay. water. That's what I he need. He had one eye open and he stopped breathing. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, hopefully it gets better. Yeah. Gets better. Mm-hmm. Pleasure talking to you, Tori. We'll, we'll pray for you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Wow, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like, so and I'm not laughing at you, Tora. This is awful. It's just like, like I mean, it's just like one bad thing after another. You know? Uh, I don't know. You know what'll be uplifting? I hate to say it. This probably won't be uplifting either. What's going on, Rat Boy? What's going on, Brady? Welcome back, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Rap Boy. I, I, just, want to say, I just want to say, Believe it or I not. just want to say, McMahon done the dumbest move right now, okay? Mm-hmm. He just got hired back. He just got hired back, okay? He's done the dumbest move. You want to sit down and watch the rematch from last week? No, I don't. Against Ziggler, Wood, and Dum Dum. <laughs> 
He does love his rematches. Yeah, I know. Do you remember that? I see that with Larry Tweet. The same move. Hold on, hold on, Rapley. Hold on, Rapley. He he gets louder when he's repeat. Yeah, uh, Matt, you remember that statistic? I, we ran through it before. It was or you might not have been with the show. I think it was like AEW. Um, they are like like I, I think it was like eighty two percent of the matches that they feature on the show are original first time matches and not rematches. Versus yeah, like WWE, that. which is something like it was something like fourteen percent or seventeen percent of WWE's matches are original and not rematches. That's so bad. I think that says all you need to... Yeah. And the fact that they have friggin' three brands, four brands if you can't level up, uh, which I just found out is a thing. I gotta start watching that now. Actually, I probably will like level up. I probably will like that better than Raw because that's all the indie talent that they signed. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's no excuse for not having original matches more. Okay, Rat Boy. What's your next point? The next, the next thing Thank I you for is... filling in on Thursday, by the way. How, Howard, I, Howard told me how you carried the show for him. Oh, did I? I carried a show? I, I should take that show over. That's what he said. See that, Howard? Wow, well, I should get the red carpet back. Maybe I might earn a couple of awards for the station, the VOC Nation, you know? We did carry it on the back of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Plus the, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the belts, you know, you know, the Night of Champions coming up, you know. Now we know who he's facing. Thank God it's not a SmackDown guy. It's AJ Styles. Right, he's a SmackDown guy. For a whole week, he's a SmackDown guy. Yeah, but but he was on Raw at the time when he announced it before the draft. Well, he was hurt. Right. When he came back and went to SmackDown, but, you know, thank God he was a Raw person, was on Raw. What about mine is Seth Rollins is going to (laughs) win? Unless. Yeah, he is. That's the other thing, Matt. (laughs) That's the other thing. (laughs) And for the life of me, I don't understand why they do this. What is their fascination with switching the women's dra- champions on every draft? Is there like don't. a rule that's so like, ridiculous? Like the other thing is why? And and Rhea, yeah. Like why is the Raw Women's Champion now on SmackDown? Why do the like, champions can, the champions shouldn't switch? Just make them undraftable. That's all. That's right. all got, there were other members of the ra- roster that were undraftable. Brock Lesnar is a free agent, able to go wherever he wants. There was another guy, too, they said. It was a free agent. He could go anywhere he wanted. There was a lot of them. It's stupid. Poor business. Corbin's one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the list. I ran down the list. I forgot who else was on there, you know? There's a lot of free agents, but they, but everybody's thinking about, uh, what's his name, uh, from NXT, um, Breaker. He never got drafted. No. Think no, about that one. What's there to think about? He should have been the first one to be drafted, well, well, you know? 
but they dress like everybody else. Well, even the order kind of irks me, but I've gotten past that. Um, first of all, why is the roster, like, they decide half the roster is eligible to be drafted on Friday, and the other half is eligible eligible to be drafted on Monday. Wouldn't it make more sense to just kind of internally rank your, your talent and then just kind of go in a logical order with it? Yes, they're That's just what they they're used trying to, to make sure that if they're not – maybe they're, they don't want to send any in messages to people internally that certain people are – considered more valuable by the company? I mean, I'm speculating here, yeah, but, but... But they're still essentially ranking them. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Or, like, even... Okay, I'll make sense of it. Here, here, here's how you make sense of it. It's SmackDown. On tonight's episode of SmackDown, everyone on the SmackDown roster is eligible be, to be drafted to one of two brands. And then you do the same thing on Raw with Raw's. Instead of just arbitrarily just deciding this person is – and then others aren't eligible and others just aren't mentioned, like they're not part of the roster. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, as a side, as a, as a huge Alexa Bliss fan, I think it's a horrible thing for her career that she didn't even get a mention during the draft. I, I think that unless they're holding out for something major with her and Bray Wyatt, which I they've been talking about for so long and I don't see it happening, I got a feeling she's on the way out. She's obviously not valued or she'd be there. Yeah, that's entirely possible. And Bray Wyatt's not coming yeah. back. He's not coming back. I don't think he's coming back either. Nope. Not for a while. You know anyway. who else? You know who else ain't coming back for a while? Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah, you know, I actually had a really cool idea for Randy Orton. Um, if they find out that he can get cleared, and apparently he's nowhere near being cleared, but if they announced his retirement and did this thing where, like, you know, you have, like, Evolution come out, whoever you have. Uh, basically, Riddle could throw, like, a retirement thing and like like when Flair retired, you know, and all these people come out and mm-hmm. you have Orton come out and you have Orton come out and he starts to do a speech and then he just ends up RKO and everybody in there and he comes back. Oh, Junior Mahal got two new guys now. Tag team. This is why I can't carry a conversation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you guys know, it's an update. You know, he had, he had I, I guys turned, before. I just turned my head and I seen two yeah. two guys with Junior Mahal. Yeah, no, he had the big the big guy that looks like a lion, and the other guy that was dancing on SmackDown for three weeks. He had them, and then he left them, and now he's back with them. That's a Vince McMahon thing. No, Vince McMahon's had a, Vince McMahon had Vince McMahon loves having two unnamed guys. With a guy that shouldn't have been world champion that was. It's not Spanky. Spanky's not there. Yeah. This is the coolest group since X Factor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's put it this way. Here we go again. X Factor is awful, by the way. Here we go again. 
Who was Spanky? Maybe Vince McMahon, when he comes out again on TV, his new music should be Here I Go Again on My Own. How amazing would that be? <laughs> All right. Oh, Anything no. else, Rat Boy? We're up against the commercial, and I don't think we're going to oh, be on the yeah. air long tonight. Just beware this weekend, because me and Howard, the outsiders, we might be showing up at the ECWA arena. Nice. Nice. But I don't have to worry, because you would never buy a ticket to get in. I'd buy my ticket. Don't worry about that. I'm going to buy my ticket. I'm going to sit in the front row. I'm going to say, yo, I got my ticket. See, I'm sitting right here. Right in front of the referee. That's always saying. Bring a baseball bat. I'll bring a lot of stuff. How is that? I'll bring a whip chain, garbage cans, everything. Because me and that referee, uh, what's his name, uh, Finnegan. I'm going to, I got something for him. Don't worry about that. All right. All right, I, I, All right. I take care, and uh, love you, brother. I you gonna do retro again on Thursday? You got a booking yeah, on Thursday? On He's got the yeah, booking. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, be your I, yeah right there, right there, nine o'clock. <laughs> Make sure you're there, right here on the VOC Nation, the retro right. uh, station, right here, the VOC Nation. Right. Com. Yeah, take care, that boy. You too, and, and, and uh. My prayers go back to the stroll, okay? I'm taking over your show yeah. for a while until it gets better. My prayers go out to him, too. Speedy recovery, Stroll. We need you. Yeah, we need you back, man. You you know? Bye-bye. All right. We're up against a commercial, Rap Boy. I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. All right. There, there we go. Yeah, I decided we're not going to commercial. I just wanted to get them off the air. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm thinking... Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm not going to go too late tonight, honestly. Uh, you know, this was good to be back on the air and to get something in the can. Um, uh, Howard, was there anything else that you think we should have uh, kind of talked about tonight? Or you, Matt, you got anything maybe? I got nothing. It's been a quiet I got week. nothing either. I got nothing either. All right, so I'll tell you what. We're going to uh, – we're going to close things out. Like I said, it's great to be back. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday on In the Room. So I, I do appreciate everybody for all of your support. Like I said, please, please, please say a prayer for Stro Maestro for a speedy recovery. We're, we're pulling for you, bud, and uh, we'll hope to see you soon. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Uh, be sure to check out the uh, next episode of WCW Retro. We're talking with, well, we have Howard Morgan, uh, we have Chaz Moretti, and the calls as well. It's Thursday night, 9 Eastern, right here, VOCNation.com. Uh, this Saturday, ECWA returns with High Stakes, and that's uh, that's this Saturday, May 20th, the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Uh, tickets and information on ECWAWrestling.com. The Triple Threat Farewell Match, Sam Shields against his former partner, uh, Clutch Rockwell, as well as Joey Ace, uh, ECWA champion Travis Lee taking on Monsieur Ulala, and lots more. Like I said, tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. I'll be there. Be sure to stop by and say hi, and uh, that'll do it for this week. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. Bye-bye.
Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stiles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Didn't have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network.